Hey, hey, everybody. It's Dana Shea, host of Real Relationship Talk. And I'm super excited for this episode today, you guys. And if you have been listening to this podcast, you know that we are in the middle of a relationship series called The Five Relationship Mistakes That Are Wrecking Your Life. But today, we're going to take a little bit of a break from that series because my family and I just returned from a beautiful, glorious vacation in the tropical Cancun, Mexico. And I thought, how fun would it be to actually record a podcast episode? Episode from Cancun. And so today's episode, we are going to talk about the benefits of taking some time away, how this re-energizes, refocuses, and brings a new attention and awareness to your marriage or your relationship. But before we get into all of that, you guys know that we do a segment on the podcast called Q&A with Dana Shea. And I about died when I saw this question because I was like, I cannot make this stuff up. So I want to read to you guys a question that I received on Facebook. And this question is actually from an anonymous person. They asked me not to use their name, Um, but I'm going to read you this question and you're going to see exactly why I about laugh when I read this question because it segues perfectly into a new announcement, an exciting announcement that I want to share with you. So first, here's the question. This person says, girl, I have known you for so long and didn't realize you were an actual marriage coach. I love your videos and have been listening to your podcast and I'm excited that you are leveling up with this coaching thing. So what kind of plans do you offer? Blank, she uses her husband, Blank and I have been having some issues for a minute and I appreciate how you've prayed for us in the past. I'm going to talk to him about doing something more consistent because we could definitely use some help. So I'm going to come back and answer this question in our podcast episode. And I'm laughing because it's just too perfect. It's just such a perfect segue for me to talk to you all about a workshop that we are going to be launching here in the next couple of weeks. And I will definitely share the deets about that workshop with you as we go into the episode today. But I want to focus on the topic of this particular podcast episode because it breaks my heart to know that there are so many couples, so many marriages, so many families who never actually take the time to spend intentional vacation time together. I'm not talking about going to your grandma's house or your in-law's house. I'm talking about getting away, getting away and intentionally refocusing on your marriage, refocusing on your family. And I came across an article that ustravel.org actually put out. And the title of this article says that travel strengthens relationships and ignites romance. Listen to this. And I quote, couples who travel together have healthier, happier relationships compared to those who do not, according to a survey from a U.S. travel association. Couples in a romantic relationship report traveling together makes them significantly more likely to be satisfied in their relationships, communicate well with their partners, enjoy more romance, have a better sex life, spend quality time together, and share common goals and desires. You guys, that list is enough to make me want to go vacation again. And I hope that after you listen to this episode today, you are going to be encouraged and inspired to put something on your calendar, to focus on yourself, 
There's so many things that we focus on in life from work to responsibilities at home to other people's needs that so often our marriages just get neglected. And traveling, vacationing together is one of those ways that you can intentionally pour into your marriage, pour into your family. And so let's get into this episode today. I'm going to also share some tips with you toward the end of the episode about how you can actually vacation on a dime because I know that many people feel that they can't afford to vacation. I'm super excited about this episode. This is something different that we're doing today. And of course, we'll be back toward the end of the episode to answer the question from our Facebook listener. So without any further ado, guys, let's get into it. Well, hey, everybody. Well, we are here live from Cancun, Mexico, We are actually at the end of our trip. We are on the last day. The kids are actually in the other room packing up and we're getting ready to go home. And we just thought it would be really fun to just do an impromptu podcast about vacationing with family. And so, Sean, how has this week been for you? Fun, crazy, relaxing, all the above. What's been crazy about it? Uh, Just trying to um, find things to do for six people. All personalities, different one when you have grown kids, little kids, plus your personalities, just trying to fit everything in the mix and, you know, just make sure everybody has a good time. Yeah, I think we did have a good time. And for me, one of the biggest blessings is just looking on the kids' faces and seeing them laugh and seeing them just enjoy themselves. And the boys, you know, we have teenagers, so sometimes they act too cool for school And they're not always smiling and laughing and giddy, but I could literally just tell that they were just at peace. And I think it's so important to get away. And, you know, I was posting on social media all all week and I was basically just letting people know about the importance of just taking some time. You know, so many times we look at all the negatives, we look at all the excuses, we look at all of the obstacles that we have in our lives, whether it's you don't have enough vacation time or maybe you don't have enough money or Maybe you don't have enough, whatever it is. You don't have anyone to watch your kids, or maybe it's too expensive to take all your kids. Like there's so many obstacles that we can put in our own way that causes us from taking these these trips. So Sean, what would you say to a couple, a family, parents, whoever, who maybe they've never really vacationed before? Because you weren't like a real big vacationer before we got married. So like, what would you say to them? What, what, how would you encourage them to maybe consider changing? Honestly, it's just good to get away, be able to put away the cares of your everyday hustle and bustle and just not think about anything, be able to relax, do nothing if you want to, or do something that you always wanted to do, but you couldn't do it while you're sitting there having to work every day or every other day. What I've learned over the years is just good to be able to get away and forget everything that's happening for a few days. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing, though, about forgetting everything that's happening, I was actually reading an article. We were going to go to this play in our town of Virginia Beach. We were going to go to this play right before we left for vacation. And it was all about a family going on vacation. And it was talking about all of the ups and downs that a lot of times happen on vacation Because when you go away, even though like the thought is we're going to leave our cares behind, 
the truth of the matter is you're still taking yourself with you. <laughs> and so you're still taking your marriage, you're still taking your kids, you're still taking all of the, the issues right along with you. And so just real talk, you know, the very first day that we got here, me and Sean had an argument. Um, yeah, I'm trying to do something, make sure all the virus, COVID-19 is killed, you know, they're spraying the sheets. Because we've all heard the stories about hotel sheets and they're already clean, or already not clean. So take them to do necessary steps, spraying the sheets and putting disinfectant on it, letting the lights all dry so we wouldn't have anything to worry about and be safe. And I didn't appreciate that necessarily because I am thinking about the toxicity of Lysol being on my skin. And so what happened? You caught attitude for no I reason. An attitude and, for no you know, reason. like I said, spray the Lysol, let it dry. Good to go. Kills the germs. And we press on. Right. So the funny thing is I definitely have a different take on how that story went. You know, I felt like I was not being heard. I felt like I was saying, hey, um, I don't want Lysol in my sheets. And so Sean is like, well, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to kill the germs and make a long story short. It was a really silly argument over something that it ended up turning into more than what it was. And we spent the whole first night barely talking to each other. And the next day, you know, I really started thinking about, okay, what is this all about? Like, why am I upset? Why is he upset? He's trying to do something good and I'm trying to just be heard. And so that was just case in point. A lot of times we go through these little arguments. A lot of times we have these disagreements that are really not about the thing at all. Our disagreement was not about Lysol. What do you think it was about, Sean? You just don't want to listen to me. That's all. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with that. Oh, um, can't even talk. Mm, I think it was about me not feeling heard, and it was about you not feeling appreciated. You were trying to do something that was trying to protect the family, trying to make sure that we were germ free, and I was thinking about skincare. <laughs> and so those two things didn't mix and we ended up having a disagreement. And the reason that we're kind of teasing this out is because I think that a lot of times in marriage, the thing that you're arguing about is not the thing that you're arguing about. It's always deeper. It's always something that is beneath the surface. There's always a real reason. And I think that if you can actually think about what is the real thing that we're upset about, Somebody's feeling misunderstood. Somebody's feeling judged. Somebody's feeling pushed up against the wall. Somebody's feeling criticized, whatever it is. If you can get to the real problem, then you can actually solve the problem. And so we ended up having a great conversation. I wish I could tell you like it was the same night, but it wasn't. It was like two days later. We ended up having a really great conversation. And it started off kind of tense at first because we were still kind of coming out of this like argument or whatever. Um, but then I think we both ended up saying things that I feel like we um, were able to walk away from that conversation, able to both be heard. What do you what do you think? I agree. I agree. So, Sean, I think a lot of times men, more so than women, are hesitant with taking time away from work. Like even though if you live in America and you work a regular job, um, most jobs give you vacation time. But sadly, I did a study on this probably six or seven years ago where I actually studied different countries 
and how much vacation time they're given and then how much vacation time people actually take. And Americans always come up short. We get the least amount of vacation days and then we take the least amount of vacation days. And every year people actually end up losing, I forget what the percentage was, but it's like an exorbitant amount of their vacation. They just don't take it. So what would you say to husbands or to men who just don't really feel comfortable or they don't feel like they should take that time away? Well, I don't necessarily think it's like they don't feel they should, but a lot of times they feel they can't take it away because of uh, insurmountable debt or things that are coming, you know, um, things that are due, just different different reasons per se why they can't feel they can take the time away. I mean, I felt that way for a long time, like, well, I can't take away from my job for this long. I might miss out on something or bills are due. I can't afford this, just different things. But when you actually look at it, look at the big picture, you can, you just have to, you know, make, make an effort and make time for it. And you can do these things. Yeah. I think, you mean, obviously you own a business. And so walking away from your business for eight days, you've got to put a lot of trust in somebody else to actually keep the ship running. And what, with what I do, you know, I, I, I said, I wasn't going to come down here and do a whole bunch of work, but there were some things that I had to do. I had to Um, I've just hired somebody to start working on my website. And so I had to kind of keep my feet in the game a little bit more than I would have. I would have loved to just completely disconnect and not do anything at all. But I think that that is maybe something that scares people like I can't go away because I have all these responsibilities. So I think it's balance. Like, I don't know. Did you do any work while you were here? Negative. Well, good for you. I did a little bit of work, um, not with my nine to five pastoral job because I set everything up before I left. I did have to answer a couple of text messages just about certain things. But other than that, like I think just for my business, I definitely still had to kind of keep my my foot to the pavement, if you will. Um, but like I said before, everything in balance. And so I'm not I'm not here, you know, working 50, 60 hours a week. Now, I am a writer, and so for me, writing is therapeutic. It's relaxing. It gives me pleasure. It gives me joy. So even though it is work, I don't look at it as work. And so what I did is sometimes like when the kids would just be kind of playing video games and Sean would be watching a game or whatever, um, I would take that time to write. So I made sure that the time that I'm taking to write isn't taken away from my family, but it's actually just like they're kind of having their own me time. This is how I spent my me time. So I would just encourage you, those of you who are wanting to take vacation and who are thinking, well, oh my gosh, I have all of these things that I need to do. It's okay to still do a little bit of that stuff, but to just keep it in balance and not let it overtake the reason that you're pulling away. What I will say is though, it is good to get away and good to put things aside. I mean, especially for people who work all the time, work several jobs, who just grind, grind day in and day out. It is good to take a few days to yourself, to, with your family, and just get away and put things aside and just enjoy being a dad, being a husband, being being you, and not have to worry about the hustle and bustle. Um, it gives you a chance to uh, relax, self-heal, you know, and just 
It's, it's really good all around. I mean, I I didn't do it for years, didn't didn't see the value in it, but now I look forward to it. And as I've noticed when I tell my friends, I mean, they actually look forward to my vacation as well. Send me pics, send me this. I mean, tell me all about it because we need. I want to do different things as well. So it has been a good influence, it's good all around. So I do encourage it for anybody to do. Look into it. You can afford it. You can do it, and it's something that you will benefit from and you will appreciate. After it's done. I couldn't agree more. Well, Sean's going to step away so he can finish packing us up because, like I said, we are leaving this beautiful place in the morning. But I'm going to be back to share some tips with you on how to have a fabulous vacation on a dime. But first, here's a message about a super exciting upcoming event. Today's episode is brought to you by Dana Shea Relationship and Marriage Coaching. Married women, I am bringing you a live workshop where we will dive into your deepest desires as a wife and help you maximize your marriage for real. Join me for a live intensive two-hour workshop in person or online on Tuesday, December 15th, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern, where we will gather as a group of married women to discuss our rights and our wrongs. This marriage workshop is for women only. And sis, you will leave not only feeling inspired, but also empowered. You have the right to be loved. You have the right to be secure. And you have the right to help your husband maximize his potential. But let's be real. You're also probably unknowingly committing some wrongs that are sabotaging your success. Join an amazing group of women for a time of learning and group discussion on how to rediscover your potential and your power as a wife. The workshop is only $39 and will fill up quickly. Due to COVID restrictions, we only have space for a limited amount of live attendees. So whether you want to join us live in person or live online, be sure to head on over to danashay.com slash coaching to get your tickets. Let's take women's rights to a whole new level. Let's show women what their purpose and power really is in marriage. Head over to danashay.com slash coaching and register today. So you guys, I'm really excited about this next part of the podcast because I want to share some vacation tips with you. Every single time I vacation, I always get people inboxing me, sending me direct messages, text messages, emails, wanting to know how we take these amazing trips every single year and we don't spend a ton of money. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front that there are different categories of vacations. We took an eight-day trip to Mexico. So that, of course, costs a little bit of money, okay? Um, There are other trips that we've taken that have been just weekend trips. There have been even week-long trips that we've taken that we haven't spent a lot of money if we stay in the States or even if we stay in Virginia, which is where I live. So I'm going to just put that out there. If you are thinking about taking a trip out of the country, you're going to need to budget for a few thousand dollars if you have a family. If you are just going with your spouse, you guys, you can really do this for under $1,000. So let me share with you some tips. First things first, always shop with the hotel that you are looking at. 
There are so many third-party sites out there, whether it's Expedia, Travelocity, Orbit, Priceline.com, all these different third-party sites. And it seems like they can save you a lot of money because that's what their marketing departments are for. They say they can save you X amount of percentages off of the hotel's rate. But what I have found is go ahead and look at those sites, but then check the hotel or the resort site directly. I have found so many good deals booking directly through the resort. So that's the first thing. If you want to use a travel agent, go ahead. I have not really seen a significant savings with trying to use a travel agent. I think now everything is online. You can book these trips yourself. You just have to do a little bit of research. Now, I tend to go a little heavy on the research. <laughs> I literally have like a spreadsheet, you guys, with different resorts and their amenities and what comes with the package and how much it is and when checkout is, when check-in is. I mean, I, I kind of lay it all out there just because it's easier for me to process that way. So however you do it, I would definitely encourage you to keep some notes because if you're looking at, you know, five or 10 different resorts, it's going to all get confusing to you. So make sure that you're keeping some good notes. The other thing is look to travel in the off-season times. Now, I used to be like, I'm never taking my kids out of school. School is important. My kids cannot miss any school. So we would always travel in the summer. Well, newsflash, that's when everybody travels. And so resorts and travel companies, they know this. And so what do they do? They hike up the prices. It's all about supply and demand. Everyone's traveling in the summer. And so the demand is high and the supply is low, which means that the prices are going to be higher. So as of the taping of this podcast, we are in November and this is when we decided to travel. It's the week before Thanksgiving. And so not a lot of people are traveling this week because a lot of people are actually traveling the actual week of Thanksgiving. So we were able to save quite a bit of money just because we were willing to be flexible with our dates. The more flexible with your dates you can be, the more opportunities you're going to have to save money. So that's the second tip. The third tip is as far as airlines are concerned. Now, I am not a good roadie, okay? I can travel for about four, five hours max, and then I'm irritable, and I'm ready to hurt somebody. So that's not a good idea to put me in a car for nine and 10 and 12 hours. We've done it before, and I've hated it every time. I'm just being real. Like, I am not a good road person. So I will hop on a plane in a heartbeat. And at the time of this taping, we are still in the middle of COVID-19. I can definitely attest to the fact that I have felt completely safe in every airport we've been in, every airplane we've been in. I believe that the airlines are taking many precautions. So if that's something that you're afraid of, of course, I can't guarantee your safety, but I will say that the airlines are taking lots of precautionary measures to make sure that you stay safe and to make sure that they are um, sanitizing their airplanes and airports, and we felt nothing but safe. So if you are planning on flying, there is a nifty little app. You can download it on the Google App Store or Apple Store, um, and it's called Hopper, H-O-P-P-E-R. And Hopper is going to actually give you 
the major airlines, you put in the dates that you want to travel, and they will send you a notification as those prices change. If you've traveled before, then you know airline prices are wildly all over the place. It can be from a, a flight from where I live. I, I usually travel out of Norfolk, Virginia. So Norfolk, Virginia to Cancun might be $500 one day. And then two, three days later, it might be $379. And then a week later, it might be $412. So you just kind of have to watch. Now, most of us don't have that kind of time to log in to American Airlines or Delta or whoever you're flying through. We don't have that kind of time to just do that, to be looking at these flights all the time. So the Hopper app will actually send you notifications when the flights go down. And so that's been helpful to actually save us a lot of money when we've traveled before. So consider downloading that app. The other thing is look at Google Flights. Google Flights will also give you information about when not only you want to travel, how much your flight is, but then if you put in other dates, it'll show you what the airline's prices are for those dates as well. Now, keep in mind that, of course, you can go directly to the airline site and do this too, but Google Flights actually curates multiple airlines on one site to just to save you time. Lastly, and I hate giving this secret away because, y'all, we have been able to save so much money doing this, and I cannot believe that more people don't know about this. So if I happen to be on a flight with you and you get this deal before me, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> but... At the risk of that, I'm going to tell you anyway. One of the things that Sean and I always do is we always volunteer to change our flight. Because airlines overbook their flights all the time, they are usually looking for people who will agree to delay their flight in exchange for some sort of voucher. When Sean and I traveled to Aruba for our 20th anniversary, the flight was way overbooked. And they were asking for people who would stay behind in exchange for a later flight, they were going to give us X amount of dollars. And I was so surprised that nobody wanted to stay behind. So Sean and I, it was just the two of us. We were, of course, excited to get to Aruba, but we weren't in a huge rush. So we decided, yeah, we'll volunteer. You guys, we left an hour later and they gave us $900 per person just to delay our flight. So guess what? That's $1,800 in airline credit that we use for this very trip that we're on now. Now, of course, we took our whole crew. So the $1,800 did not cover the entire airfare, but it paid a nice significant chunk of that. So consider using your flight. Ask the airline ticket counter person. Say, hey, are you guys overbooked? Do you need volunteers to stay behind? And a lot of times you'll find that you can actually get vouchers. And so, like I said, that's a nifty little trick. A lot of people don't know about that. So I'm just kind of encouraging you, if you're flexible, to consider doing that. Of course, you can also use your airline miles. So if you have a travel credit card, whether that's an American Airlines card, a Delta card, a Southwest card, what have you, use that card for everything and then pay that sucker off at the end of the month. And you will see that as you accrue points for trips to Walmart, trips to the hair salon, trips to the nail salon, um, trips to the gas station, all the things that you have to buy anyway. I'm not telling you to go out and spend money on something that you don't need, but the, the necessities, the essentials that you're already buying, 
consider getting a travel card so that you can start earning money and you can earn free flights. I've earned free flights just simply by using my card. And like I said, you just simply pay it off at the end of the month, just like you would use a debit card, consider using your travel card. So those are some of the tips that I wanted to share with you all. Now let's talk about lodging. Because for me, my daughter and I were actually having a conversation and she said, mom, I could actually sleep anywhere. I don't have to have nice accommodations. And I was like, girl, that is where you and I differ. My accommodations need to be five star. I'm just being real. Like I have expensive tastes and I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not ashamed to say that. I said I have expensive tastes. That doesn't mean that I necessarily want to pay for expensive hotels. And so guess what? What I do is I find the nicest, luxurious hotel for however much I feel like I want to pay, and then I call the hotel or the resort, and I ask them if they have any deals that are not online. Yes, sometimes you got to learn how to be a hustler, okay? And so I've been able to find these hidden little discounts sometimes. They'll ask, oh, are you military, or are you... Um, traveling here for the first time, you know, if you've been on a cruise, sometimes they'll ask you that question. Is it your first time cruising or is it your second time cruising? Have you cruised with us before? Cruises seem so 2019, I know. But (laughs) what you have to do is you have to be willing to kind of hustle sometimes and ask those questions. And you'll be surprised with some of the discounts that you can find that they might not list online. But if they want to fill those rooms, you might be able to get some good deals that way. So in a nutshell, you guys, I'm not a travel agent, but I'm just telling you, these are the things that have worked for us. These are the things that I tell my friends when they say, oh gosh, we would love to travel, but we just can't afford to. We would love to travel, but we can't take time off of work. So I'm just sitting across the table from you right now on this podcast, if you will, having a heart to heart, encouraging you to take time away, take time and invest in yourself Take time to invest in your marriage. Take time to invest in your family. You need to vacation. Whenever I go away, I come back a new woman. I have never once regretted one vacation that I've ever taken. It is money well spent. You deserve to take time away. You deserve to be happy, to be joyful. You deserve to laugh and play and have fun with your family or with your spouse or even by yourself if you want to take a solo vacation. And so I hope that this special episode on vacationing has inspired you to get off this podcast and get online and go find yourself some amazing deals. I can't wait to hear about all the amazing places that you'll go. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed hearing kind of our little snafus as a couple. I always laugh when Sean and I are telling these stories because we always see things differently. And isn't that exactly what it is in relationships? You see things differently. You both have different perspectives, but hopefully you can come together at the end of your differences and formulate a solution that will help both of you to move your marriage forward. Now, let's go back and answer our question that we had at the top of the podcast. And I'll read the question again. This question came in from a Facebook listener. And just FYI, again, you all, if you have any questions for me, you can always send them to Q&A 
at danashay.com. That's the letter Q, the word and spelled out A and D, and then the letter A, Q and A at danashay.com. Let's read this Facebook questioner's question again. She says, girl, I have known you for so long and didn't realize you were an actual marriage coach. I love your videos and have been listening to your podcast and I'm excited that you're leveling up with this coaching thing. So what kind of plans do you offer? Blank and I, her husband, she's asked to remain anonymous. Blank and I have been having some issues for a minute and I appreciate how you prayed for us in the past. I'm going to talk to him about doing something more consistent because we could definitely use some help. So my answer to this lovely friend of mine who sent me this question on Facebook is yes, I am actually a marriage coach. And yes, I actually have marriage programs and packages and a new workshop that I am launching here. And the goal is to help you in whatever method works best for you. Some people prefer individual marriage coaching while others thrive in a group setting. Still, other people don't want to commit to several months worth of coaching, and so they would prefer to just do events or workshops. No matter what you're looking for, there is a solution for you. I'm going to encourage you, just like I encouraged this Facebook listener, to head over to danashay.com slash coaching, and there you'll be able to look at all the programs and services that I offer, as well as events that are coming up. So I hope this answered her question, and I hope that it answers yours. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am having the time of my life. Thank you so much for your comments, for your ratings. Thank you so much for sharing these episodes. I see you guys on social media sharing these, and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. So that wraps it up for today's episode. Be well. Take my advice to heart and take some time away. The holidays are approaching and I want you all to be intentional about taking time away from the mundane, ordinary, everyday responsibilities and enjoy the marriage, the relationship that you deserve. Have a great week and I'll see you on the next episode. Has fear stolen your peace? I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, helping you fight your fears and grow your faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.